Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola.
Let's go to the Lord. Let's lift our hands. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're so glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we are so grateful that you have given us just so much to work with. And many a times we miss, we miss the potential of all you've already given to us. Forgetting that you are the potter and we are the clay. What we need for the desired end result, which is for us to live an abundant life. Your Holy Spirit in our minds that we may be. Understanding that your grace is sufficient. Help us understand that we're all in individual processes, but that your desire is for us to be successful. Help us believe that so we can reduce ourselves from comparisons, from feeling that we're in lack or not good enough. Couldn't be if your word says that you have no respect of person. Help us clear up the contradictions in our mind about what you said concerning your people, your highest creation that you created fearfully and wonderfully. As we're going out to do these great exploits in your name, we know that this is necessary because it will create confidence. It will now improve our confidence, and it will also increase our commitment to do bigger, better things. We honor you, and we bless your holy name and give you the highest praise and hallelujah as we seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning. I said that already. I just want us to go to 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. Um, I don't know. It's sometimes there, there are certain things that God will have me to, you know, speak about that, you know, he'll say, you know, you know this very well. And I'm, I'm smiling as I'm talking to you because I can remember talks with God um, through many of my um, different childhood years and then even into young adulthood. And it seemed like it was just, and I can go back, it seemed like a lot of different things were, were happening. I was one of those kids, I had a boyfriend early, you know, so that was like a, what are you doing, what are you thinking? And um, I was one of those kids that wanted to, like, branch out. And my mom and I were talking on yesterday, and she stopped by to get this famous salmon that I cook. And she's like, look, I'm coming up here to get that salmon. And we were sitting and we were talking and uh, she was sharing. She's like, you know, sitting here in your kitchen and remembering how you were, you know, the kid that left home the earliest and how right after high school you were out of there, you never came back. But that was was not just an easy cakewalk. It seemed like I was operating out of rebellion. That was the, the understanding that my mom had at that time. And You know, sometimes when you are seeking to please, especially people that you love and especially your parents, I mean, coming out of a West Indian household, 
you don't want to disappoint your parents. I mean, they're your everything until you get you a Boaz or you get you, you know, um, your wife or whatever. Your 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 parents are everything. You're supposed to make sure that your parents are pleased with you. And in my heart, I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong. I felt like I was, you know, pushing out on my beliefs. I wanted to move out and I wanted to spread my wings and I wanted to start a business. I remember then I said, you know, mom, I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna start my own salon. By this time I didn't know not only move out, I'd moved to a whole nother state. And um it was already bad enough that I had the wrong choice considering, you know, my family of um baby daddies, right, instead of my husband, and I had a child that now here I was, a single mom, and I'm like, Mom, I want to start my own salon, and she's like, start your own salon? You don't never want to, you never want to crawl before you walk. I mean, you you know, you, you, you want to go now into all this responsibility, all this debt, but I'm like, I, I added it up. It just makes more sense that I could literally, like, I added it up. If I have a few people in the chair, it's, it's this thing that I still do now in my network marketing business where I would calculate and create formulas that it would say, it just makes sense to do this. Didn't realize that God had given me that gift uh, quite some time ago. And I'm like, I added up. It, it's actually cheaper for me to have my own salon if I find the right rent and this and that and whatever, long story short. It was just a consistent um, season of, not thinking I was making the right decisions or doing things that were good enough. And then one day I just had to say it is what it is, right? I didn't go the best route. I didn't finish college. I did not um, get the husband before the kids. I did not um, do things all that seemed like in the right order, and I had to just release myself by what people were thinking about me. I knew people were talking about me so much so that I literally – Name my salon, Talk of the Tongue. I've shared this many a time. And then start saying, you know what, you're good enough. You're good enough for God. He still let you wake up and get another opportunity. These opportunities coming by you, coming your way. And the moment I started doing that, I had more self-belief, and I was able to do a lot of things. I was always, like, too young. They'd be like, how old are you? They don't say it anymore. Like, how old are you? You know, you feel like. I don't even want to say my age because they're going to be like, oh, you're just a baby. You know, you always heard that. It was never, like, good enough. Like, no matter how the fact that I owned the salon and they were like, oh, you're just a baby. You know, people were – long story short, that at sometimes was feeling, like, a little in, intimidating. And about to go back, I was doing a lot of other things at a very young age. It was like, just, just like, you're like, what do you think you're doing? But I – want you to know that regardless of the bad decisions, even if you say, hey, the results or the challenges you've gone through, that you start feeling like, hey, I'm so far behind. I made, you know, I didn't get moving when I should have. Uh, or you're seeing people that just really just um, glamorize success you know, make it like it's just a cakewalk and, you know, they don't show you the times in the back uh, where they might be hitting titles, biting their fingernails, praying and wishing that, you know, that last sale goes through or whatever. And I, I just see that, and I know what it really takes to be successful. And I just want to be that voice to tell you don't be intimidated, ever. You can be inspired 
inspired. But even be careful with being impressed because sometimes, you know, you might be impressed with a falsity of what really happened, why a person is able to hit a particular level of success. And I want you to more, instead of focusing on what's going on on the outside, remember that intimidation is on the inside. It's intimate. You're afraid on the inside. And you got to check that at the door so you can be more successful. It's hidden. Like, nobody knows. But because I don't know. I, I study people, and God's given me like a, uh, I don't know, a thing with people where I can literally look in someone's eyes and I can tell, like, that they're not happy or they're sad or they're, uh, they are happy or, believe it or not, sometimes when they're not even telling the truth. But in that sense, that helped me understand that people are my purpose. And I see so often people who are dealing with that spirit of intimidation, that spirit of intimidation. And I need to, I know I took a while to get to the scripture, but I want to go there right now. I think it's the perfect time. Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, it says, and is God talking. Paul says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my affirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. This is Paul talking, like Paul was bad to the bone. He said, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, this scripture has been with me so personal and so prominent in my life of helping me understand when you start to, when you begin to experience or your infirmities start to come up, what you don't do well or what you ain't good at or what they feel you should be or whatever, or reproaches where people pretty much are, you know, like saying, girl, I just can't, you know, you just ain't my cup of tea. Or when you're like in need, you know, sometimes you're in need and even intimidation would have you not even want to ask for help. You don't want anybody to feel like you're not smart enough or you don't get it or whatever. And I am that person that literally a wealthy, wealthy man said that, his wealth turned around when he began to know how to um, appropriately make unreasonable requests. People. Unreasonable requests, meaning asking people to do something that they would think is like far out, but asking them anyway. Persecutions and distresses. For Christ's sake, this is the key words here, for Christ's sake, meaning that if you know you're doing good, don't grow weary. 
So you, that means even that inside voice that's telling you that you can't do this. So procrastination and intimidation can work together to slow down and sabotage your success, which success in all areas of your life and even including self-love is a party. These are parties you have to invite yourself to. Nobody's going to really, like, invite you to high levels. of They can tell you, hey, you can do better, you can do better. It's an inside job. You've heard this so often. And so I see people can, that could do way more than they actually do, and you're wondering, well, why don't you want to be successful? You know, even certain things that some of my kids, like, they're like, why don't your kids do what you want, what you're doing? Why don't they? I don't understand. I don't understand. You're like, wait a minute. I can tell you this. I do understand that. Until a person creates, Robert and I were watching our Papa Dr. Miles Monroe this morning, and he was talking, until, until you literally establish a set of standards for your life, standards, then you'll continue to think you're not good enough. Set those standards today because you need you to keep going. You need you to keep reaching out to people and connecting to people. When you know you're good enough, following up with people is just like, hey, I'm just following up. I'm just touching base. Versus that timid thing of, you know, you're thinking you're bugging someone. Many people would rather not even admit that they procrastinate or have the syndrome of intimidation. They'd rather not admit it because they feel that it makes them look stronger. And I would probably say quite the opposite. When you look here in the book of 2 Corinthians in chapter 12, when Paul says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Mindset with Philippians 3.14. You know, you say, I can do through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Do you understand that? When you start rocking with those words, like every day, I don't know when I say rocking, people probably don't even know what I mean. Like if you flow with those words or that's how you just, that is just how you are. That's who you are. That's just how you are. I was about to say how you rock. I don't know. I just, I'm, God knows what I'm talking about. I just hope you do too. You just say, hey, here I am. I might look different than you. I might not, you know, be exactly what I saw. You know, when you start seeing people who have crews or they hang around people and everybody looks amazingly put together, you're like, wait a minute. You know, fabricated that. Those are people that, you did that on purpose, like none of your friends look different than you, or none of your friends or people you would look different than you. I can see other things in that, that you are wanting to make sure you present yourself, you know, so everything, like I'm perfect, my crew perfect, everybody perfect. I'll always see a whole lot of insecurity in that. I want you to know you're 
yourself as your best self. Ain't nothing wrong with putting on, you know, a little fly weaver wig or, you know, you dressing up yourself in a suit and making yourself, you know, getting your hair cut and getting your beard done. There's nothing wrong with that. That means that's self-care. That means, yeah, you, you, you believe enough in yourself, you want to put yourself together. But when people start acting like they only want to hang around a crew that, oh, they look a certain way, act a certain way, whatever, that's like unreasonable, especially how God has made all of us so different. We might have some similarities, but we're different. And the more you're able to embrace the difference in yourself, you can embrace the difference in others. And when you can start embracing the differences in others, you'll be able to see greatness in other people. That's how I've been able to develop so many leaders is seeing greatness in them before they saw it in themselves. But it wasn't like it was my idea to make them great. God already made them great. It was just my job or my season to show them, like, man, you could be doing so much more than what you're doing. I don't know. Let's have a talk about this. Let's see. Well, what do you what do you believe about it? I don't know. I know we typically haven't been opening up, but in, intimidation is like debilitating people. It's slowing them down. Like people were like, "Okay, I'm a low title in my company, and I'm not it." But okay, it's only that the, as long as you stop feeling okay with that title and move on. try to take people anywhere they don't want to go. I lead who want to be led and feed who want to be fed. Period. If you want to come in and say a quick chat, I got to cook breakfast for my Boaz and my baby boy. You got to know you're good enough. Point about it. So you're not coming in. I'm just going to go ahead and I want to end right there. Let's go to Power Moves Group and let's talk about it. Because maybe share at a time when you didn't feel good enough. I know for me, it just seemed like I was having just a life from Hades. And young. They looking at me just shaking their head. Some of the elders in my family just shake their head. (laughs) So when I see Young people and they're just acting out and carrying on. I'm looking up saying I know exactly what's going on. Earring in my nose, big door knocking earring, shave off one side of my head like salt and pepper, just going through it. Until I'm like, just calm down. You're good enough. Listen, I love you guys. Go ahead and be productive on today. Let me know if you made it on. Maybe hit it up in the group or even in my post. And I got a great surprise. My new website will be launching here very shortly, and I am just too excited about it. So many great things as we're leading into our thousandth episode. It will be here before we know it. God is so good. Thank God that he thought I was good enough to serve you in this capacity. Love you.